blessed Sunday to all of you, dear friends. You are tuned in to OLMC Sunday Best. This is a sharing of the Bible study group from the parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Wan Chai, Hong Kong. Join us now in reflecting on this Sunday's liturgy for our life's nourishment. Good day, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Bible study for the second Sunday of Advent. Let's greet our Lord with the sign of the cross in the name, in the name of, the of the Father, Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Almighty and merciful God, may no earthly undertaking hinder those who set out in haste to meet your Son, but may our learning of heavenly wisdom gain us admittance to his company, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let me introduce the readings for those of you who are joining us online. The first reading is taken from the book of Prophet Isaiah, Chapter 40, verses 1 to 5, 9 to 11. The second reading is are the letters that St. Peter has been writing. Chapter 3, verses 8 to 14. And the Holy Gospel is the Gospel according to Mark. Chapter 1, verses 1 to 8. And we will start with the first reading. Um, a reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service is at an end. Her guilt is expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord double for all her sins. A voice cries out, in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain. The rough country, a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up into a high mountain, Zion, herald of glad tidings. Cry out at the top of your voice, Jerusalem, herald of good news. Fear not to cry out and say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his re recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom, and leading the ewes with care. The word of the Lord. Thank, Thank you. Thank to God. Well, since this is here, would just uh, like to comment on the first reading? Uh, maybe. Just a little introduction to this uh, uh, reading. No? It's chapter 40 of Isaiah. Uh, this means we are in the second book, no? right? Second book of Isaiah. And this second book of Isaiah is like uh, 
the promise to the exiles that there will be end to their exile, their, their situation. Because this was a time when the ascendancy of Cyrus of Persia is coming. No? So uh, when uh, Cyrus conquered Babylon, so there was already the decree of uh, toleration and repatriation. And that's why when you go to the text, uh, three parts of the text. The one is comfort, to give comfort. And so that's very, uh, that's already like a book of consolation, a word of consolation. And the second part is the preparation, the voice crying out to prepare the way of the Lord. And I guess that's why this is chosen for this Sunday because it connects very well with the gospel, no? The figure of John the Baptist preparing, uh, preparing the way for the Lord to come. But my, the one I like most is the third part, the announcement of the good news. I don't know because I connect it in in the convent. We have this uh, song done by the by the monks, and this is uh, the title is really "Go Up to the Mountain." <laughs> and every every uh, Advent we sing that. We sing, go up to the mountain, joyful bear of good news. No? So uh, together with this, going up to the mountain, bearing the good news, you have also the figure of the shepherd. Okay? If you notice, the last part of that uh, reading is, the Lord comes with power, his strong arm, but he comes like a shepherd. Yes. He is not... You know, the, the strong arm of a dictator or of... Uh, yeah, but he's not... not uh, a dominant shepherd who uses his power to serve and to save. I guess that, that is the the thing that remained with me with this reading. Okay, and so you like you like to add there, Deacon? Oh, yes. Um, this is... Uh, 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 I mean, all of us uh, know this very well. The, the theme of uh, shepherd, uh, the image of shepherd has been, you know, going along okay, for a couple of weeks already. And um, it, it gives us the kind of comfort, uh, very concrete comfort, in the sense that um, uh, most of the time we, we are lost sheep, in the sense that we want to do it in our own way. We are very proud of ourselves. We want to, to be uh, the center, the focus of you know, all the attention to all these things. And so with, with this motivation behind, so we, we usually want to be ahead. However, it, it will create more and more trouble for ourselves. And so when the Lord appeared, all right, he um, gathered the lamb, okay, carried them and them. Of course, here you will not hear, um, we will have to wait until Jesus Christ to, to reveal fully how that shepherd sacrifices life for the good of the sheep, right? Because it's just the beginning of the of the revelation, so it is gradually. However, the image of God the shepherd definitely is there. Now, um, from there, we, we go back a little bit. Um, we will see that Jerusalem is something of a focus for the um, second Isaiah. All right. Jerusalem was conquered, the temple was already burned down, 
So how will it be restored? So when it is restored, that would be the Greek side because first of all, Jerusalem uh, is on the top of the hill, as everybody can see it. So this is a perfect sign that okay, um, God is, is making use, will be making use of Jerusalem, okay, to show his not just his glory. Of course, we we can look at it as his glory. However, through this his redemption work, recovery work, to understand and appreciate better God's glory. All right? God, of course, is glorious. However, we make a mess of, of, of our surroundings, of our environment, of every other things. We agree with a lot of um, uh, we, we mess things up, we make the whole things contaminated and dirty. So it's, we have to wait. Uh, for the merciful Lord to come to clean up the mess for us. And so the highlight of uh, Jerusalem, of, of course, and then from then onward, the, the symbol of Jerusalem will continue until the end. So we have the new Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem would mean, okay, the eternal paradise. So, so basically, so these are the Again, uh, about it's not about the uh, remembering of the birth of Jesus Christ. We're not, not talking about Christmas, yet, right? Once again, we are still on the stage of the, talking about the second coming, okay, about the end of the world. And so these, these themes are all here. So it's, it's just, a refresh, uh, just a refreshing our mind of that. However, when we move back to the beginning, we will see that we will see a very important thing is our responsibility. So it is not just um, uh, passively uh, receive the good news. We need to proclaim it ourselves. It is our responsibility to help um, bringing in the new heaven, new earth, okay, the new kingdom of, of, of heaven. I mean, this this passage will will repeat, you know, these same themes, and it's a good reminder before we actually go to enjoy those Christmas carols. And, and yes, thank thank you for that, Deacon. Actually, yeah, uh, now that you're saying, you know, the figure of the Jerusalem from the old Jerusalem to the new Jerusalem, there is a process there, no. And yep. you you brought it very well. The the second part actually, you know. In fact, when I I was also thinking, why is the nature? You no, know, nature is coming out very, very, very. Um, it's a priority here. The wasteland, you no, know, make straight in the wasteland a highway. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rapid. Uh, <clears throat> sometimes. We we take for granted the uh, the preparation for Christmas is not as as severe as as uh, Lent, no. Uh, it's it's also there's penance, but we don't take so much <laughs> seriously the part of the preparation. You know, when when you take the symbolism of every valley shall be filled in. What what valley is that in our life? Every mountain and hill shall be made low. Uh, I'm reminded of this because I was uh, editing the prayer for the lighting of the candles tomorrow. No, and then I said, "Mountain, what mountains do we need to make low?" 
Definitely. So maybe the the mountain of pride and yeah. this arrogance. Uh, the arrogance, yeah. Uh, I, I'm reminded of all these things because when we go to the gospel now, you will see the the call, you know, the call of the Baptist for yeah. repentance. But repentance is not an abstract word. Word, there is a process within that. No, so maybe we will hear that now. The gospel, then we can comment. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And it is written in Isaiah the prophet. Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his path. John the Baptist appeared in the desert proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean country and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey. And this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I am is coming after me. I'm not worthy to stoop and loosen the tongues of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, um, first of all, the Gospel of Mark is a, a paint it paints a picture of the Messiah as an action man. Hmm. Okay, so uh, you will you will notice that his, his style of writing would be on those action <laughs> and, and, and all these things. And um, the, the kind of Baptist, when you look at it, is would you the the, the, the image I have would be you know our homeless. Uh, homeless people. I mean, look, look at it. He, 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 he wore yes. racket, right? And they were, what, what did he eat? Wow, insects, cockroaches. Look. <laughs> I mean, oh, imagine. I mean, for us nowadays, okay, we will be seeing those homeless people, but do we see the uh, John the Baptist in these homeless people? Do we see John the Baptist, I'm challenging you. <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, of course, we see them. They, we see them as needy. We need to help them, right? Mm -hmm. Those homeless people. Yes. But do you see John the Baptist? Yeah. Difficult. It's difficult. However, this is what Pope Francis encouraged us to do. He said a very important uh, uh, theme that is to say we have to learn. From those poor and yes. needy people, we have to learn and and how they uh, rely on God. All right, of, of course. Okay, uh, I I want I just wanted to bring this out. This, uh, of course, I mean in ancient time when people uh, read the gospels in ancient time, oh, he, he, John the Baptist was a holy man. He, John the Baptist was, he was a prophet. 
they would never ever think the way we look at John the Baptist today. But I would say, I would say that you know the image of Baptist, if you find them in those homeless people, or maybe even stinky, <laughs> you know, etc. So okay. However, in those days, John the Baptist was able to command authority among the people, okay, because he he he, he was. Was not afraid of the people in authority. He challenged them vocally. Whereas uh, the homeless, the marginalized people in Hong Kong nowadays, they are voiceless. They don't have voice. However, their very existence speaks strongly against the government. Uh, 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 not even the government, the whole city. Look, Hong Kong is supposed to be. An international cosmopolitan city, prosperous, rich. How is it possible? I mean, to 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 have people suffering like this. So I mean, their very existence is already speaking strongly against you know, the society as a whole. All right, now. So of course, uh, John the Baptist would say, "One might hear that I is coming." Okay, Jesus Christ. Uh, in his image, okay, what does that mightier mean? Actually, Jesus did not do any dramatic work, right? The most dramatic one would be the what cleansing of the temple, the most violent thing Jesus has ever done. So that mighty, you 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 do not, you do not just look at the uh, uh, the literally literal meaning of that. You should go deeper and say, okay. How could a, a, a criminal crucified on the cross be mighty? In the end, he suffered and died, right? So it is just turning the, the logic of the world upside down. We, we are not following the worldly laws anymore because, of course, I mean, we, we need a, a Jesus to say the kingdom of God is near. However, at this time here, uh, John the Baptist is already trying to, you know, turn turn it upside down. But we have to wait until a really mightier son of God to do that. But at that moment, he is good enough to attract people follow him. Okay, <laughs> I mean this this is uh, well. We are very familiar with his um, passage. But we, we need to. I mean, the situation nowadays you cannot. Continue to repeat and repeat again and again all those old things. Oh, he's a very mighty prophet. He is no, no. We have to read it in uh, the present day context. Mm -hmm. But also to connect it, uh, connect it with the first reading. I guess it's good to mention that usually when John the Baptist is mentioned, we are uh, the 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 figure of the prophet Isaiah is also called to mind, right? right. Because what we had in the first reading, uh, the one who prepares is practically the figure of John the Baptist. Right. Uh, you know, you know, uh, this is very particular in the Gospel of Mark. The other Gospels begin with uh, genealogy or, uh, you remember, no, Saint Luke. 
I started yeah, in the temple with Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, etc. Matthew started with genealogy, but Mark started immediately with uh, adult Jesus. Okay, already uh, presented as the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. But then uh, there is still the question: Who? How? How? How is the uh, knowledge of the Son of God? How did it come to us? So it was prepared by someone. No? And I guess that's why we say the second week of Advent, we are already given this figure of John the Baptist no? because we're, we're going to the historical Jesus now, no? uh, slowly moving to the mystery of the incarnation. So you know that in the beginning, in the beginning of the Christian times, there was all there was also a question: Was John the Baptist really the Messiah? You know, the disciples, because John the Baptist had his own disciples. Okay, you you see you hear that in the Gospel of John. No? There were those following John the Baptist, and they asked him, "Who is that?" You know, behold, and John said, "Behold, the Lamb of God," etc. So in this reading, he makes it very clear: No, he is not the Messiah, but one mightier than I is one mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the tongues of his sandals. So if I will get a, a message there, maybe in the process of his call for uh, repentance, no, because his message is repentance for the forgiveness of sins, I would say uh, know yourself. That is the first challenge of John the Baptist. Know yourself. Who, who are you? <laughs> well, he said, I am not the Messiah. Okay, you think I'm the Messiah? No, I am not. So do we have that kind of clarity in our lives? No. So that is one thing I would like to, to add here. Thank you. But that also maybe is a good introduction for the second reading when we are called also rec to recognize where we are now. No? Sometimes we are so we are so impatient. Why the things but what Deacon was saying earlier, no? Why is it that we're in Hong Kong, very rich country, and we still have all the poor around us? And you feel it so much now, especially because tomorrow is again the what do you call that? District <laughs> Council election. So everybody is talking of change. They want to change, etc. No? Oh, let's see <laughs> what change so, will the, um It's a good lead on to the second reading. Uh, as we you heard a common theme in the first in the gospel to repent, make straight our ways because there will be salvation for us. The second reading, as uh, Sister Victoria alluded to, adds to that element with the element of time. Um, the letter is actually written from Peter to the people living in Asia Minor. Um, Asia Minor is current day Italy, Greece, Albania, Turkey, mm -hmm. Egypt, Libya, Israel, Lebanon. And a lot of these people were waiting for Christ's second coming as like we are currently, but they become impatient. So the element of time comes up. And so some of the believers are denying and now confused 
as to whether Christ is coming or not. So let's listen to the letter that Peter wrote to these uh, believers. A reading from the second letter of St. Peter. Do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise as one regard delay, but he is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a mighty roar, and the elements will be dissolved by fire, and the earth and everything done on it will be found out. Since everything is to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be, conducting yourselves in holiness and devotion, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved in flames and the elements melted by fire? But according to his promise, we await new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish before him at peace. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So I think everybody would have been very well aware of the fact that the element of time is very uh, prominent in uh, Peter's letter. He's saying that... Uh, God does not count time like we do. So this is one thing that he stated. The other thing that he stated was that um, Christ wants this time. And the time that he wanted was because he wanted us to give us a chance to change. Very much like the first reading and the gospel, to repent and to make straight our ways. Uh, I think, you know, for people who are familiar with the story of the Christmas carol, you'll see that uh, Scrooge actually asks, is there time? Is there time? Can I still change? And God is saying, there is time for you to change because change uh, will give us all a chance to reach the salvation promise that uh, the Lord has promised for us. Sister, do you have anything to add? Uh, I like your the the figure that you mentioned that the Scrooge, no, in Christmas Carol by C.S. Lewis. Yeah, uh, it, it takes really it takes time to change, and sometimes we resist so much. No, we resist mm. this change in our lives. Right. Uh, normally, when before Christmas comes, we make all our what do you call that? Resolutions. Resolutions, yeah. Resolutions. And even children are taught to uh you know to offer something week after week during the Advent period, so that when Jesus comes, we will all be ready. But then how seriously we really we take that. Like the, the very message of, of Peter for me there about patience, no? Patience. When for the Lord. Uh, one, how is that? One day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. 
but <laughs> like the changes that I want to happen in the society, in my congregation, in, in myself, usually 20 years, 40 years. So even this morning, I was saying, oh, we are in Hong Kong for 23 years and we're still the same, right? <laughs> when we started. <laughs> so I said, I wonder uh, if we reach 50th year, the jubilee of the congregation here, what changes will happen? And then I started counting how old will I be by that time. So I, I said, will I live up to 90 years old? And so forth and so on. No? Sometimes the change that we wait, that we wait for, uh, I don't think we will say it in our lifetime. So many dreams there in the synod, the recently concluded synod, no? Will there be a chance to see the women <laughs> becoming deacons, like deacon there? I don't know. Maybe not in my lifetime. <laughs> but even then, what we can do is serve, no? The, the time given us really to change and to offer ourselves for service, I guess that is the thing that will create the new heavens and the new earth, even while we are living here on this earth. Your sister, and open it up for meditations, discussions, or questions. Uh, for those who are joining us online, feel free to unmute yourself. Thank you. There should be a lot of uh, uh, <laughs> images, and, you know, the uh, words and radio. Questions, uh, Mary Penn? Uh-huh. We need shepherds. Shepherds means the missionaries, the priests, deacon. So this is one of the main issues now because growing people getting more, but very less shepherd to teach. Especially now, there are not so many Catholic schools. Right. I think it's a problem around the world. And then so. We cannot rely on the clergies. No. Yeah. We, uh, we, we, I mean, Hong Kong has been doing we a great job. On you. No, listen. I mean, the, the, the Catholic Church in Hong Kong has been very advanced. Yes. In the sense that okay, a lot of the members of the laity, they yes. are very. Mm-hmm. And then the seminary, the Holy Spirit seminary, is open to us all. We, mm-hmm. we, we, Courses and then of course, I mean, I possible. I also teach a few of these courses. See, I do not have a PhD, <laughs> but I, I will be teaching those popular courses. Mm-hmm. Hong Kong, the, the Catholic Church in Hong Kong is actually very strong. The only problem is they learn it for their own. Right. They they do mm-hmm. not think of you know, spreading the word. Yes. Also, the thing is true. You need to tell people, and I have to to share my experience with them and with, with the people. Whenever people I, I, I met, I remember I 
to what they sing Francis. They had uh, what, a, a function in early this month. It's uh, a celebration of the Mission Sunday, something like that. They talk about that they celebrate the feast of Saint Francis, Saint Francis Xavier. Xavier. So how, how how can they little girls be able to do missionaries? So I, I have to encourage them. I said my experience is a lot of people in Hong Kong are curious about what you Catholics are, 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 are believing because I think they have exposed you a lot of other you know, criticisms of the Catholic Church. Oh, this is uh, uh, the wrong kind of Christianity. I always say the Protestants, you know, they, they will say, okay, we are pure Christianity. Those Catholics, they, they do not follow the Bible, they, right. they, they are very curious. They want to do from you know, from us, not not just from the Protestants, but you know, a lot of us. They oh, I have nothing to do. I did not speak fluency, but they have a lot, a lot of excuses not to tell people patiently. Even the, okay, if, if they are not able to convince the others, no problem. Okay, invite them so to to come to the church. Well, this is the Father Law, this is be me, all right? <laughs> okay. Any thoughts yes, on it? Yeah. Uh, Joe or Joe? Feel free, just feel free to unpack yourself. Thank you. Hi. Bye. Probably what 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 um draws me to especially to the second reading was yeah. a question. I mean, like today it's it's like the readings are about prep preparing the way preparation mm -hmm. so the question that came out to me was what sort of persons ought you to be right so it's questioning us what kind of a person do you want to be right mm -hmm. here there is the promise that the lord does not delay and he's patient with us but again it's also asking us well what kind of a person do you want to be mm -hmm. right in your preparation, in our reflection during this Advent, maybe we can reflect on this. What what kind of a person do you want to be? Yes. yes but we have, yeah. But right. we have to be found eager, uh, spotless, and, blem and blemish-free for him, right? Mm -hmm. So. And let, let me connect that very shortly with what Deacon was saying. You know, if you look at the, the opening prayer, uh, the opening prayer says there, May no earthly undertaking hinder those who set out in haste to meet your son, but may our learning of heavenly wisdom. So what kind of persons we are ought to be? I, I'm thinking maybe persons who are who continue to learn, to grow, you know. Uh there are always opportunities given us. So I don't say just change or be for the better, but really grow deep in our faith, no? So learning the heavenly wisdom. Persons who continue to learn the heavenly wisdom. Thank you. Okay, let me let me push to another extreme. Let me push to another extreme. Remember Jesus told us one thing that when you speak, it's not you that speak. Is the Holy Spirit that speaks through you. So if we really need to learn, we need to learn to open up the Holy Spirit. 
it is our responsibility to be a spokesman of God because we were baptized. We, we, we partake, we take up Jesus' three ministry, threefold ministry of king, which means to serve, as prophet, to speak, and as priest, to pray, to offer sacrifice. Sacrifice for the other people. The other people do not go to church. All right, I go to church. I go to church for them, not just for myself. So we are doing these three ministry at the moment. Okay. For me, I still think that really need someone really to spread out because yeah. not all can can receive this uh, gift of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I remember yes. the part that uh, if if they if they will not hear how they learn, how they know, they need to learn. Yeah, yep. so we, we need we need some systematic instructions. We need we need systematic instructions. But before they're able to come, we need you know ordinary laity you know to go into them because I mean we, it's impossible for me to go into them. Yeah, I'm like there are few people he just come out and say, this is how much we have peace in mind. It's not happening. And he's so dedicated. So somebody is doing something right to make him to be so dedicated. Anyway, uh, Teresa. Yes, sister. I'm here. <laughs> no, no, I think, I think all, all in all, what we really need is a lot of patience, you know, because like <laughs> that's what I don't like, have. <laughs> like the agri like the, the agricultural model that Jesus gave in the gospel that we keep on planting, you know, some seeds will fall on rocky ground, some seeds will fall on good soil, you know. So we really just as Deacon was saying, do what we have to do, and then uh the Lord in his good time, because you know, sometimes we want the fruits immediately to come up in, oh. in one month. But then for the Lord, that is just two few minutes. <laughs> that is not yet really the time for the harvest. No? So really, the, the second reading gives us a lot of, to, think, to think about, you know, to be patient and, as, uh, and to continue, yes, asking what sort of persons ought we be you know, while we do this waiting and preparing. I don't know, Jay, would you like to say something also? You're on. Um, I just want to mention that the readings are really good. And the takeaway for me is we know in the first, in the gospel and in the first reading, that a mightier person is coming and we all know that it's Jesus Christ. And at that time, he will be a giver. He will baptize us with the Holy Spirit, as well as a shepherd who feeds his flock. So we're still in this area of grace dispensation. But on the second reading, we know it's an accounting because it said all the earth will be found out. And be eager to be blameless uh, in front of him. So that's the thing is, how, uh, as she said, how to be blame, blameless. And, but also at pace. So so that's the goal. And 
and and for me, I am at peace. So that's the thing. And also, I just want to discuss uh, Father Deacon, uh, just just a sharing, because when that uh, John was dressed in camel's hair, and then and eating locusts, and it was just placed in there and sticking out. And I said, how come this was placed in there? It doesn't make sense to me. Why was it placed in there and very short? And it's sticking out. And I just want to share what I heard yesterday. And I said, oh, it makes sense. It's the the one I uh, listened to. He said, it's a brief reference to Elijah, the Tishbite. And he quoted, I think, Second King, chapter 1, verse 8. So you'll see that just just sharing because I think it makes sense that he was referred to, and we all know that John the Baptist they said is the Elijah to come. So so that's all. Thank you, Jay. That's very good because that's that's also in the gospel that Elijah has already come. Jesus was referring to John the Baptist. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah. So with that. Uh, do we know the responsorial sum for this Sunday? Oh, yeah. Which are words of comfort, no? The words of comfort yeah. that we will hear as an ending to this uh, sharing. The Lord, for he proclaims peace to his people. Here indeed is his to those who hear him. Glory dwelling in our land. Kindness and truth shall meet. Justice and peace shall take. Truth shall spring out of good. And justice shall push the Lord himself will give his hand. Our lives are given his increase. Justice shall go out to the world and prepare the way of the steps. Lord, let us see your kindness and grace us. May you. May you. Mighty and merciful God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Thank you for tuning in to OLMC Sunday Best. Please join us again next week for another episode. Have a blessed Sunday, everyone.